to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, everyone, I want to wish you, wish you, wish you, wish you the best holiday season you've ever had. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, joining you here today, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. This show is about thriving. So if you're kind of stuck in the survival mode, we want to help you make a shift. Today, I have got the perfect person to help with that and to set powerful intentions for 2009. Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is my very special guest today, Senior Minister, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living. And today we are going to be talking about pumping up your powerful spiritual muscle, setting intentions for 2009. I am so thrilled to have Dr. Kathy Ann joining us here today. Uh, You know, we've been able to have numerous conversations with her And her message has gone out over television, over radio, and especially at the Center for Spiritual Living, Sandpoint Way in Seattle. And so, you know, when we we sit and we have these conversations with her, it's always, for me, exciting to just sit back and get ready to receive exactly what I need to hear in that moment. Dr. Kathy Ann, thank you so much for joining us today. Just in the nick of time. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's a good time. This, this, out with the old and in with the new, it's a good time. And let's talk about setting intentions for 2009 or any year of setting intentions. But let's start, I think, with what you said. You know, out with the old. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about the importance of that, why that's something we should be looking at doing maybe even perhaps before we set intentions or not. Oh, I definitely believe that the more you can finish up anything, the the more creative and the more pa- more creative you will be in your intention setting and the more power you power you will give to your intentions. Because the way the ma- mind works is though is that um, even though we may not be consciously aware of it, if we have incomplete that we are in some recesses of our brain, you know, that huge computer that we call our brain. If if we're still keeping track of things, even if we're not conscious of it, it is a drain. It's an energy drain. And so what I noticed was my energy level just skyrocketed when I took, you know, a, a, a tablet and just wrote down all of the things that are hanging out there in my head, like, you know, I should call this, or I should wash my car, I should do this, or I should that. I wish I'd done that. And what I did was I either put it on my calendar to do it, or I um, I, I just finished it right then. I mean, a lot of things you can just do immediately. And the rest is I just crossed it off and said, you know what? I, I forgive myself. I don't have to hold this over my head. I am not going to call my mother this week, and I'm probably not going to call her till, you know, till after the holidays. And I'm not going to I'm not going to be holding it out there that I need to. Now, honestly, I did call my mother. So please don't, <laughs> don't for all of you people who think I'm against my mother. I was just using that as an immediate example. But I, I think sometimes what we do is we think we should be doing something, and instead. Instead of either A, doing it or letting ourselves off the hook and saying, you know what, I'm just not going to do it, then it, it hangs in our, peri- almost like our periphery vision, but it's not a periphery vision, it's a periphery thinking. 
and it's a distraction and an energy drain. And it really gets in the way of us creatively thinking. Because think about it, if your brain or your mind or whatever you want to call it already knows that there's 500 things you haven't completed, it really doesn't want you to come up with more ideas. And, you know, I I love what you're talking about because a light bulb just went on for me right there. It really did. I just had one of these aha moments listening to you because one of the things you said that was so important was that, in a sense, we actually lie to ourselves when we keep putting those things on our list. And in the back of our minds, we know we're just not going to get to them. Yeah, but it's true. It's true. And, and some of the things were probably had a, very, you had a really good reason for thinking you would do it at one time. Um, but either do it or, or just say, I won't. You know, we can. I think some people don't understand this. They, they don't look at their list. They don't think about what they haven't completed. They don't want to consider how the year really went because they feel either ashamed or embarrassed or guilty for not having completed or done all the things they said they wanted to do. Let yourself off the hook. You know what? I didn't lose 10 pounds last year, and I'm still okay. <laughs> and, and then maybe the three or four things that you decide to do this year, there will actually be some energy and some impulsion to do them because you're not being drug around by promises you made to yourself five years ago and never completed. And, you know, I, what you just said is going to, you know, I'm feeling relieved as I'm listening to you, oh, Kathy. I hope so. <laughs> because one of the things that I think we try to do or that we believe in, especially this time of year, is that, oh, my God, we actually can't move forward unless we get everything done that we said we were going to get done. And we create this whole story about how ineffective we're going to be, let's say, in 2009, because we haven't been able to complete what we thought we would in 2008. Doesn't that sort of like really clog up the work? For it us? really it really clogs up the work, and so I'm having an intentions retreat with um, well about I don't know forty forty two people as many as I could ha- handle, um, and before they go to the retreat, I'm asking them to finish as much stuff as possible, and because I'm asking them to, I'm doing it myself. I'm amazed. I sleep better. I mean, I immediately sleep better. I need less sleep. I fall asleep quicker. I wake up more refreshed. I have more spring in my step. I have all these wonderful creative ideas. I'm cheerful. It's like night and day. I feel like I have taken some sort of drug. And the only drug I've taken (laughs) is just crossing things off my list. And it feels so good. It feels so good, and it, it gives us an opportunity to really clear the path for powerful intentions. Oh, good. I'm, yes, that's, that's what we want, and that's the next thing I want to you know, talk about, which is once you've got a clear slate, I really think that sometimes people set intentions, and they set it from the point of view of wanting to fix something. They may not like, I'm not sure what they don't like, but, you know, we, we have our list of things we don't like. Right. I may not like my body. Uh, so I want to fix it. I may not like my relationship, so I want to fix it. I don't like my job, so I'm going to fix it. The, the, the shift that I encourage people to make is instead of spending our life fixing things, to, to really be still and quiet and ask that deepest part of ourselves, what I would call our divine self, because I think we're all incarnations of, of a divine intelligence, 
and to and to spend enough time being still that we get an opportunity to listen to that intelligence and say, this is where I will go. So it's more about moving forward than it is about cleaning up and fixing things. For instance, I'm not going to have the body that I had when I was 18. And that is just so sad. But anyway. <laughs> so I can't move I, I have to tell you, I'm feeling you there, sister. <laughs> you know, I can't move backwards. But I can have, uh, I can see myself as being a very strong and agile and flexible 60-year-old. I mean, I can, see, that's something to look forward to. Instead of saying, I'm not where I was, I need to fix myself, I, I have a vision of what I can, I can uh, progress into. That's a totally different way of holding our future and, and the possibilities of the new year. And, you know, when we look at this, I mean, you know, people say, well, you know, you should be setting intentions all year long. But I think there's something really special about this time of year. And I wanted to ask you, you know, where where does the power lie in in really going to a retreat like the one that you that you're having or are dedicating time to truly craft out a set of intentions? That but speaks to our heart. It is so, it's so important. And people don't have to go on a retreat like with other people, but they could spend a day. I mean, how many people at the, at the end of the year and right before they go out and party, they set this, what we might call a resolution, or I'll do this, or I want this to happen. But it's not really well thought out, and it's not very deep. It's, it's not, I don't know that it really uh, is a soul-satisfying intention. And what I mean by soul-satisfying is that our soul, our, that intelligent part of us, knows what we can grow into. And if we don't listen to it, we'll, we'll be less likely to be directed by it. So we can acquire a whole bunch of stuff and not feel satisfied or fulfilled because we haven't really listened to the, to our own divine intelligence. I I was reading an email recently uh, that a woman had given permission for me to look at. She sent it to another one of our ministers. And it was so amazing that when she really started listening to her soul, she quit her very, very lucrative job, took another job, but... It, what she found was is though even though she's making less money, she's so much more fulfilled in this new job that it it, it, it brings out all of her talents. It really lets her full uh, play full out. She feels like she's doing something incredibly worthwhile, and she's in bliss, in bliss. Well, if she had just done the normal way that we do intentions, you know, kind of off the cuff and surfacey, she might have said, I want to make more money or I want to raise or I want a promotion. But she really listened. And, and, and there was another thing that was emerging in her, which is she wanted to be used for a mighty purpose in the world. And when that's a different, that's a different statement and it got a, a different result, but she's happy. And that's what I mean by being still enough to really listen to what the soul wants to express so that wow. we can be satisfied. I love this conversation. For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I've got Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis here, Senior Minister, Spiritual Director, Center for Spiritual Living, and we are talking about intentions, powerful intentions for 2009. We're going to take a short break when we come back. Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis is going to be sharing how we can set time apart, what are the steps we can take, and what can we do to set intentions for ourselves that will open up the floodgates for exactly what we desire. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 
possible to change your physical destiny in one critical hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Find out what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own journey to freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myth. With pioneering experts and real-life stories, Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Learn more at TotalTransformation.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat with important news for anyone concerned about older-looking skin. Revitalize the water within and even old, dried-out skin can look young again. Water gives skin its elasticity, and now, thanks to Ageless Secret, a water-energizing skin spray, you can change the water within. I proved its energetic claim by doing a test with a glass of water, and it amazingly changed the water through the glass. When I sprayed the Ageless Secret on my skin, its powerful water-energizing effect dramatically improved my skin elasticity by 50%. This is the most incredible skincare product I've I've ever seen and there's more the muscles on your face give your face its shape the ageless secret gently tightens those muscles and reconditions them so you get better results with every bottle or your money back you've got to see this for yourself call 888-424-4247 or visit agelesssecret.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick. Are you concerned about your money and your future? We are entering an economic crisis like never before. If you're counting on the system to take care of you, you will lose. And I don't want that to happen. Here's what I can offer. I'll give you absolutely free my six CD series on how to take control of your own money. All you have to do is go to my website, formulaformillionaires.com. Or go to any bookstore this month and buy my book titled Secrets of the Millionaire Inside. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Energy medicine is the new frontier, and the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, a pioneer in the field, has been teaching energy medicine for over 15 years. Hospitals nationwide host their students as interns. Bring your life, work, and health to the next level. Study at the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences where they're proving your beliefs affect your health. Visit instituteofhealing.com or call 860-286-5400. That's instituteofhealing.com. Alternative Talk 1150 is on the interwebs. Dial us up at 1150kknw.com. Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. 
What a great, great show today. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning us in and turning us on. What a powerful show today with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis joining me here today. She is the Senior Minister and Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living. I want to make sure everybody out there has got uh, the website address. A uh, fabulous new website, by the way. You can go to spiritualliving.org. That's spiritualliving.org. Check it out. You're going to find out. Uh, you're going to find a lot of information, including uh, the up some, uh, upcoming service Wednesday on uh, night, December 31st. Uh, you'll be able to uh, tap into more than what we are talking about here today. Uh, the theme is Home for the Holidays. Uh, Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis will be doing that special New Year's Eve service. Fabulous musician Stephen Plummer will be doing that as well. Today, Dr. Kathy Ann is uh, joining us to talk about intentions in 2009. And so... Uh, Dr. Katyan, thank you so much for joining us here today. Intentions for 2009, what have you learned? What works best for you? Are there some steps that would work best for our listeners to get us kick-started so that we can write powerful intentions? Um, well, yeah, you know, it, it, it's so incredibly simple that I think people avoid doing intentions. Really, if you listen... Do what I said, which is <laughs> do what I say. Um, <laughs> I don't quite mean it that way. But if people would clear out some space, if they would really listen deeply to their heart, um, get get still, get still, and know, you know, be still and know um, that their soul wants to express in a certain way. And you can call it whatever you want, your higher self, whatever you want. But there's, we all know that there's more to us than just our flesh and bones and our and our history. But if we listen deeply, we will we'll be led in a certain direction. And then write that down, um, take note of it, and then pay attention to it. Uh, we, we hand out really what I think are fairly nice cards that we design every year so that it's something pleasant to look at that people will want to look at it. And that's where they would write their intention and just keep it in front of you. That's all you have to do. And what you'll notice is, is that if you're thinking about something, then what you're thinking about um, attracts other thoughts, and uh, and pretty soon you are you find yourself moving in the direction of your intention. And it's not like you have to use willpower, because uh, I don't know about you, but willpower has never worked for me. Um, I'm just I almost fight against myself if I think I, I tell myself I have to do something. I just fight against it. But if I just Easily and effortlessly just keep something on my mind, I find myself moving in that direction. And so um, that's really helpful, I think. And then I want to share something else that a lot of people don't talk about that I love to talk about, which is having a theme for the year. And a theme is how things happen, how you show up at work, how you show up at at um at at any party, and it's how you show up in your relationship. So so intention is a what, what you're going for. And a theme is how you're going to get there. For some, for instance, some people are very successful, but they just wear themselves out and they're grouchy and they have no time for their family. They got there was through struggle and stress and working hard. And it's just not any fun to do it that way <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So I really encourage people to also 
set a theme. So maybe this year could be playful. This year I'll be playful, or this year I'll take time off, or this year um, I'll, I'll I'll be ahead of I'll be ahead of time instead of having a theme of procrastination. Uh, it, it's helpful to know what your current theme is. One of the things I tell people is if you can't, you know, if it doesn't occur to you what your theme is, ask anybody around you. I mean, they don't know what your theme is because you do it all the time. And knowing what your theme is gives you permission to recreate your theme. Uh, for instance, um, I made, for a long time ago, I decided that I wanted to do things in an easier manner. So what I would do is I would start something small. Like if I'm going to do something small, I'm going to make this easy. And then pretty soon my life just became easier. My new theme was this is easy as opposed to, oh, this is going to be really hard. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. And if I do do it, wow, look what I did. And it was so hard. I mean, <laughs> Gee, I just I, life is too short. I love getting older. Life is too short to have have it be a struggle anymore. So, um, I really encourage people to know what their theme is and pick one that they really want to live out of for the coming year. I love what you're talking about because you know it really does talk to what you said earlier in the show, Dr. Kathy Ann, and and that is that we have to let go of the old. I mean, getting rid of the old. Sometimes the old is a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I mean, if we had a past experience that said, oh, my gosh, my job has always been hard. I mean, wouldn't that be like one of the things we might want to get rid of? Yes. Yes. And, and it may have been hard. But what, what happens is if we have a theme that things are hard, we start to make it hard and we don't even know that we're doing that. We expect it to be hard. We struggle. Uh, I'm telling you, letting go of struggle would be a good thing. I'm all for that. For a lot of people, wouldn't it? When we look at setting intentions, and I and I wanted to ask you the difference between setting a goal and setting an intention. Is there a difference? Yeah, an intention is more is more broad. It's, um, for instance, I might have an intention to have a better relationship with all my family. That's okay. an intention. That's kind of a big what. A goal. Is And it's also something I can't really control. Do you see that I can't really control what my family thinks of me? I can't really control that they're going to want to talk to me or, or come and visit me. I, I, <laughs> praise God I gave up all that kind of control. And if, you, and if anybody listening thinks they can control others, oh, <laughs> give that up for the new year. Man. <laughs> so relationships are two-way street. My intention is to have a better relationship. But all I can do is have... Um, an effect on what I do to make those relationships better or worse. So a goal might be that I will call my mother once a month. It's, that's something that I can check off. So uh, a goal, I believe, is something that you can say, I'll do it by here this time, and I can check it off, and I know I did it. And hopefully all those goals contribute to the overall intention that you're moving towards. But what I love is, is if we actually get an intention bigger than us, bigger than what we can control, then we allow the divine to participate also. So I may make my phone calls, but out of nowhere, somehow I have more empathy and, and love and compassion for the people I'm talking to. And that's, I didn't make that up. That's, that's divine intervention. That's a miracle. Uh, but I did what I could do, which is my goal. I, I made the phone call. I love what we're talking about. I mean, this is such a very, very important and powerful 
uh, message and theme for us to talk about. Uh, it, you know, part of this is also letting go of the idea that setting intentions in itself is hard. I mean, some of us may be carrying that around. Uh, and if we do, we <laughs> could let that one go, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's a, I think it's a good thing to let go. And actually, it may be that people think it's hard because they haven't done it a lot. And a lot of times, adults think that something that they haven't done before is hard. Well, that's a theme. Now, what we're talking about right there is a theme. If we have it in our head that if I start something new or I try to learn something new, it will be hard. And I actually have had that at times, especially when it comes to anything digital. Uh, <laughs> you know, my husband handles the TV, hooks it up, and gives me the remote, and I kind of know how to use it. But um, I, there are a lot of things that everyone are using that I tell myself, oh, wow, this is going to be really hard. Other things I can take on, e you know, with no problem at all. Often, the outcome depends upon how I go, how I go into it. The mindset that I enter into when I'm moving forward will will shape the way that I encounter something. For instance, if I tell myself that learning this computer program is going to be hard, sure enough it is. If I say, wow, I'm going to learn this easily, I seem to. So we really need to, we really need to monitor our, our self-conversations. And we all know this. We know this. We just don't do it. But just because we don't do it doesn't mean that it's hard. It's become hard because we haven't done it. Wow. Kathy Ann, thank you uh, for joining us here today. Uh, and, boy, I'm so looking forward to an amazing year uh, uh, at the Center for Spiritual Living. I know you're also uh, the MC of the upcoming Extraordinary Speaker Series oh, as well. Isn't that going to be hot? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It is going to be amazing. Thank you so much for joining us here today. A uh, personal message for everyone out there, something you'd like to leave us with? Well, this, I'll, I'll share with them my little motto for the year, and that is, this is the time, 2009. So if there's been something that you've been putting off, don't do it anymore. We don't know how much longer we're going to live. You know, um, life is short and precious. Do it now. And there you go. Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, Center for Spiritual Living. To find out more about upcoming events, uh, classes, and much more, you can go to spiritualliving.org, spiritualliving.org. Um, Dr. Kathy Ann, have a happy, happy new year. Oh, you too. And everybody listening. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, let's take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about success. We've talked about intentions. We've talked about what that means. When we come back, we're going to be talking about successful achievement of those intentions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 